I'm Lori Alvarez, and I welcome you to Real Estate with Soul, the podcast. This is where I will share my story, knowledge, wisdom, and the legacy in real estate, and my family, all boldly wrapped up in one with you. So let's get started. There it is. We're getting started. We're getting started. So Lori Alvarez and Amy Cruz, episode 15. We just went over the hill. We went over the hill (laughs) in podcast world. We went over the hill. That's so awesome. Super cool. You missed last week's uh, interview. Did you get to listen to it yet? I have not listened to it yet. You think she would be prepared before she shows up to be caught up on the (laughs) podcast? I've been busy selling real estate for us. I know. I've been helping families. We have been. Okay, can IG hear that? <laughs> yeah, no, can IG can't, but Irma's going to keep it. <laughs> so with that said, um, well, last week's interview was fantastic. We talked with Michael Dominguez, and his book is awesome. So I want you to get it. Charge it to me, of course. That's blah, not a blah, problem. Blah. Yeah, no sure. problem. <laughs> Armchair real estate costs. Fantastic book. It'll get you started. <laughs> money exactly dollars and cents it'll get you started in uh thinking about moving forward and investing in real estate because your big sis told you like eight years ago to do it and you still haven't done it you know i always whenever we talk about it i think about that condo from like eight years ago Uh and covina and kick myself in the booty every time there it is (laughs) Ouch, I felt that. It hurts. I know. It hurts. That's just the truth, right? I did have someone, just to go back to that really quick, I did have someone this weekend. We were out of town. If you're following me on IG, we were in Vegas all weekend. We had such a blast. Back to work on Monday afternoon. Uh, And the reality is I still work while in Vegas. Mm -hmm. And I had my nail lady. She was doing my nails. I had her ask me like, Hey, should I be investing in real estate? And I was like, if you're financing, why not? Yeah. It's not your money. It's a tenant paying your loan off. Right. So, you know, it's just your credit. Yeah. So what the heck buy some real estate, you know, interest rates are phenomenal. Yes. Prices are high. Interest rates balance that out with being amazing, especially for investors. Yeah. So we're looking to put together a potential, um, what is it, uh, like webinar with Michael Dominguez because he's just got great information and uh, is ready to help our clients move forward to becoming those millionaires in real estate. Yeah. Which we for sure are excited to do. Definitely. I already have multiple properties, so I'm doing great, but it's always great to get another Canadian agents perspective. And just so you know, the Canadian market is super stable out there because they require higher down payments. So they show a lot of stability in that area. That's cool. So let's get into what we're really talking about today. Kids are back to school. Yes, kids are charging back to school, (laughs) right? They are 110% like a Rancho Cucamonga is definitely moving forward back to school. The Inland Empire is moving back to school. Uh, I know LA County is moving back to school as well. So 
sister, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that because I know you and I carry a little different perspective on uh, the COVID Delta, like all of that. Yeah. You're much more concerned than I personally am. Yeah. Totally respect that. And that's what I love is that we have two completely, extremely different perspectives. She's like, (laughs) cover me from head to toe and be super safe. I want a plastic thing right here between us just because you were just in Vegas, but whatever. You're my sister. I love you. Yes. Yes. (laughs) That's just the truth. Right. She, and and just so you know, Vegas requires masks, right? They required masks. Yeah. Yeah. So with that said, um, with you having a young toddler who's getting ready, they're not going right. to school this year, but I'm, I'm sure you're already thinking about this and thinking about like, oh, what's going to happen? And you're thinking about doing, um, what is it called? Preschool. Right. Pre-K. Thinking, yeah. It's been a long time since I've I been know, there. I know. So you're thinking <laughs> about preschool. Let me hear your perspective first on how you're feeling about all of this. Yeah. So, um, as you know, I have a couple of of good friends who are teachers and, um, I've been talking to them a lot about it with Connor possibly, he, he should be in pre-K this year and it makes me super nervous with COVID. Like he, you know, he's so little, they don't know to not, um, you know, I can't touch my eye cause I just touched this desk or pencil or whatever a germ germs could be sitting on, you know, like they, they don't know any better. And it just makes me super nervous how easily germs can spread within a a classroom of little kids that, that tiny, that young. And it's just, um, I really debate and go back and forth about it because I feel like, well, he needs the interaction with other kids and he needs to play with them and, and learn to socialize and all that stuff is so important. Um, and also at the same time, his health comes first for me. Yes. So yeah. it's it's really a big delay because I don't want to hold him back in any way. Right. And I want him to, you know, live his little life and get out yeah. there and meet kids and and play and have a blast and learn. Um, and at the same time, it just really tears me because I just I, I don't want to put his health at risk. Yeah. And when I'm hearing on the news and and from uh, nurses and doctors and, you know, all of that, that the new variant is so it spreads mm-hmm. twice as easily and the numbers are going up for kids. Yeah. So that, that just, it makes me super nervous. And I, of course, talked to my husband about it and um, I, him and I have finally decided we're just going to not do pre-K this year for Connor. Yeah. Um, just keep his social play dates or things like that. Keep them really small, only certain people for now. And it was a really hard decision to make. It was really, really hard. And I just (laughs) makes me sad. It does. I don't, I don't want to ever hold him back in any way. Yeah. And you know, as a parent, as a mom, you don't like, you always question yourself if you're doing the right thing or not. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. Like that's a very fair assessment. You know, I was reading in the LA times, their recent article today, and they were talking about, um, the COVID vaccine vaccine being available, this Delta variant being available for the young children. Right. And that there aren't great options at this time. Right. Now, again, we're not healthcare providers. We're realtors. Right. Having a conversation about what's so important when buying and selling and living in a community, your school district matters. And this really, like, this is very impactful now when you're thinking about 
the school I just bought in, the school district yeah. I just bought in. Yeah. So we want to relate this back to real estate because you're making these decisions as a family community. When you have children, you're making these decisions on, oh, this is the school I've chose. These are the schools that they will attend unless you choose to go to private school, right? Yeah. And those options change. And what I was reading in the LA Times today as well is it did communicate like they're going to, like the smaller children, the discs are still going to be very close. They're yeah. not going to social distance the desks per se, right? Mm -hmm. Because they're saying that you can wear the mask. You can wear the mask. Now, I'm going really, to be really honest about this mask business. I hate it. I know you I'm 110% rebellious to it. And I respect uh, the perspective on it and yeah. those that, that feel safer because of it. Yeah. I went to Ben and Teller's show on Saturday, Sunday night in Vegas. And we had to wear a mask for an hour and a half to watch That's that time. magic show. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I am... Disclaimer, full disclaimer, you can probably hear it on the podcast, right? Like I am a nose breather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to tell you, it killed me to have that mask on for an hour and a half. And that's probably one of the reasons why I'm so rebellious to the mask Yeah, is because I feel so hindered to breathe. And so I really have to concentrate on my breathing and being aware of that. So with that said, kids wearing masks from six to eight hours during right. the day a throughout time. a school day. Yeah. I don't know. That can be super, super challenging for young kids. Right. So let me reach out to Nolan, who's our college aged Nolan, Nolan. <laughs> How would you feel if you attended Speak Nice and Loud so that they pick you up on the mic? How would you feel or come around to Auntie Amy's mic? How would you feel about sitting in a college course for two hours with a mask on your face? Uh, I'd probably hate it a lot. Why is that? I don't like having things on my face. They, they restrain me a lot and I just, it's not my thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one one college student's perspective, right? Because right. he just enrolled in his first college course. Yay. And yeah, we're so excited. And as he's figuring out, he's 18, he's figuring out his future and the things he wants to do. Yeah. He just wants to be back in school. He wants to be able to go to college and have a traditional college class experience. Right? Yeah. And, and he's not feeling like that is possible. I mean, I'm on the foundations committee for Mount SAC. And I know when we meet on Wednesday for a foundation training retreat, I'm going to be on Zoom all day long. That I'm just going to say is super challenging for people who are students, yeah. 16 year olds, 15 year olds, 10 year olds, four-year-olds, five-year-olds, that's super challenging. Yeah, it is. To see them on a computer all day long. I read right. in the LA Times, which I really appreciated, which was, you know, one mother said, um, you know, the fact that they did online education 
was very mentally, emotionally, and physically challenging for them. It just didn't rise up to the standard that was needed for some students. Yeah. For some students. Yeah. Some excelled and others didn't, which would be, I'm sorry to say, the same in school, right? Yeah. Some will excel and some won't. Right. That's just the reality of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just have to work within the means of what you've been provided. Right. So I'm I'm bummed to hear that Connor's not going to go to pre-K. I know. And I still, I mean, I really go back and forth about it constantly. Like I'm really thinking about it a lot, especially when you go on Facebook and Instagram and everybody's posting, you know, so-and-so's first day of school. And I just, I, you know, you know how I feel about COVID and, and it just... And really uncomfortable. Well, and for all of you in IG world who don't know, Connor is very much like his mommy. (laughs) He is super sociable. Yeah. He is super like, oh, I want to be with you. So, you know, he would love the pre-K experience. Absolutely. I know. I know he would. I know also that you will be very intentional about making sure he's participating in a safe manner that makes you and David feel comfortable. comfortable. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, we are doing other things for him for his education, yeah. like shout out to abcmouse.com. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he loves that and totally excels in that. And, um, uh, you know, hopefully you're when, reading to him regularly. Yeah. We, we do so much. So, as far as education, really, like, you know, I'm not trying to compare myself to a teacher at all. Like, right. hands down to all the teachers. They're yes, amazing. They are. We um, love our teachers. We do. We do. And, uh, you know, um, I just, yeah, that's just kind of how I feel about it. And I think he'll be he'll be okay. And I'm sure there's lots of other moms out there that are debating with that age group, just yes. like I am. Yeah. I find that like very interesting as parents are being forced to make this decision yeah. right as school is getting started, right? They're yeah. being forced to have these last minute decisions. One of the school districts I was reading said, oh, okay, well, if you want more information, you join us on a Zoom board meeting, which was limited to a thousand people. So not yeah. all those parents yeah. got to join in on that zoom. Yeah. You know? And so how does a parent make an informed decision when they just go from the news and then they go from like emails and texts and telephone calls and messages and letters from the district without having the opportunity to really hear everything. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it, we're, I'm excited for our kids to get back to school. I personally, having a 15-year-old who turned 16 here in a couple of weeks, having him back in school full-time, super excited. But he also is in great health. He doesn't have any that we're aware of. He doesn't have any health challenges that could put him at risk. And then there's the young men and women out there and other children out there that do have those health risks to be aware of. Yeah. So challenging. I know. I just couldn't imagine being a young student sitting at a desk for six to eight hours. You know, of course, they have recess and they get to go outside. And as long as the mandates allow, they'll get to take their masks out 
off outside, hopefully. Right. You know, yeah. well, not recess when they're in high school. My yeah. kids are always like, Mom, it's not recess. It's break time. <laughs> it's lunch time. It's recess. <laughs> <laughs> but again, that comes back to choosing a great house in a great district that you're supporting. And here's the deal. LA County is more mandated than the Inland Empire. Right. A lot more mandates. Yeah. LA County is showing stronger mandates. They're requiring masks. They're requiring many more things. I mean, literally, we just had a buyer's consultation with one of our set of buyers, right, that said they do not want to buy in LA County. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. That's the first time I heard that. Yeah. They were like, we're done with all the mandates in LA County. Right. I wonder how many other buyers are, and sellers, for that matter, yeah. are like, I'm out of L.A. County. I ain't doing this anymore. L.A. County is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then the re- <laughs> but to take all seriousness in there, right, L.A. County, there's a lot of people who are in L.A. County that are very concerned. And who appreciate all of it. A hundred percent. They really do. Yeah. Really, really do. So as a young mother putting your kid, choosing schools, what questions would you have since you've never experienced it? Right. Um, you, you're talking to someone who's done it for 17, no, I'm sorry, 23 years Yeah, I was going to say longer than that. <laughs> <laughs> Go I ahead. Know, what questions do you have? It's all brand new for me. And, uh, you know, I'm uh, like, I didn't even know like preschool, you have to pay for preschool. That's not free. <laughs> yes. Not that that was the d- deciding factor in why we're not doing pre-K. It was, I promise, only because of the COVID. But like, I, I was like, what? It's not like part of the city? Like, I, okay. I love <laughs> the real and rawness be, of I've, that. I mean, I've never, okay, this is my, my first kid. So I- yes. I've never looked that up before. I've ever looked into that. So I had no clue. I'm like, so man, 300 bucks a month for preschool, which is actually, I think, not that bad. Right. I mean, but, but still, I still kind of was like, oh, I thought it was part of the school district. <laughs> I love, I love that you just, bring that you up. Know, just sister. being real. <laughs> I love that you bring that up because so many young moms maybe are not aware of that, right? They yeah. have a baby. I hope I'm not the only one. <laughs> no, you're not. Believe me, you're not. They have a baby. They buy a house in a great neighborhood. They check out yeah. the school districts. And then you realize like pre-K and kindergarten. So I remember the shift at Bonita, Bonita Unified School District, when they invited the pre-kindergartners into the kindergarten classes. Oh, cute. Yeah. So that happened uh, when Nicholas, my second son, uh, came and started school, right? They had the option to, which was 18 months after Nathan started school. So they had an option to have pre-kindergartners in the classroom. And so they would come half day and they actually did. There was no charge for that, just so you know. So Benita Unified, I don't know if it's still the same. Obviously, you're doing the research there. I I was told, I didn't look it up myself, but um, our Mm sister-in-law, she said that Benita Extrand, I guess, offers a pre-K program that is free, but only with 
both working parents. So you have to like show some sort of paperwork document like, hey, I'm a full-time employee and my husband. And then they offer, I don't know if it's like a full-time or half day or I I didn't look it up too much because- I'm like, how am I going to show that I'm a full-time employee as a real estate agent? Like, what do I do? Right. Show you my escrows or, yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> you that's know, a good so, point. but then I did, I, and I honestly didn't look too much into it because of the whole COVID thing for me. Yeah, that was a, but that was a shift. Uh, cause that was new to us. Cause we mm-hmm. had the young little ones in the classroom and they would take a nap. Cause back in the day I used to volunteer in the classroom during when the boys were in kindergarten. Yeah. Um, and so they, the little, <laughs> they would have the kids there and they would take their naps and have their little quiet time. We still have Nathan and Nicholas's towels from when they were, they would have their nap time. time. How cute. It was fun, right? That was fun. That is 15 years ago too. Can you believe that? We still have their towels, little blankets. They would take towels in. So that's a great question. What else do you have? Um, I guess for the hours, how are they controlling, you know, for COVID? Like how, how are they cleaning and sanitizing things? Are they distancing the kids? Are they helping them with that? Um, what if my kid's not potty trained, even though Connor's doing really well with that, but I'm sure other moms, you know, might have that question. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, that's kind of, that's kind of it for me. There was a lot in that. So I'm going to share, I'm going to share this. This is a, oh, this is a Lori. This is a Lori story from when she was a little girl in school. Oh, I remember I was in, let's see, fifth grade. Yeah, I think it was fifth grade. Miss Jordan's class, Miss Jordan's class. No, Miss Jordan was, this was first grade. Miss Jordan was first grade. I was private school and I, peed my pants at the desk can you believe it what the fuck (laughs) i did i remember that in first grade now i'm 56 no i'm not that i'm 46 no you're and i'm (laughs) 46 yes and i still have to hustle to the bathroom (laughs) i wonder (laughs) sounds about right yeah and I think it gets worse as you get older as a woman. That's what I hear. After you have babies, you better run. <laughs> so, <laughs> charge. so with that said, with that said, uh, the potty training, I do remember like, you know, uh, the teachers are very good at helping the kids with that and yeah. checking in on, um, you know, do you have to go to the bathroom? Do you have to do this? And regularly yeah. paying attention to that. Yeah. So that's a great question. Uh, let's see what else did you ask in there? Oh, COVID what vaccinations and and then the 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 ability to keep them safe. I think the school district, and I'm going to give great kudos to the school district because I do believe they've had an entire year, year and a half to really prep for opening day of school. Yeah. And even though we have a new a new uh, challenge, which is this Delta variant, right? right? We are prepared to take the appropriate measures. So I'm going to say, yes, our schools are ready. Our schools are have the ability to do what is necessary. I believe that all our teachers are getting trained on that. Our teachers will know how to help our young ones in making right decisions. 
And I will tell you, because I remember when the boys were little and we weren't so concerned about, oh my gosh, germs and this and that. I still remember my kindergarten teachers. They were awesome. Mrs. Beekman, Mrs. All these different teachers that our boys had. They were really, Mrs. Mrs. Aguilara, Mrs. Leahy, they were really good about, really good about Oh, you touch something. Let's clean our hands. That's awesome. So I would just encourage you as a mother who's been through 20 years or so of schooling with four sons, and I still have two more years to go and we're, oh, (laughs) we're going to make it if it kills me. Please, Nevin. This is a big shout out to my baby, Nevin. My junior this year, you just finished. Make mommy proud. Make daddy <laughs> proud. <laughs> Let's bring in that last Sandy was high school graduate. Yeah. Um, you know that that we give a big shout out because the school districts are doing everything they can to keep our children safe. Yeah. So feel confident in that and stay engaged. Have the conversations with them. Be aware and do your part. Right. Right. And again, think about the school districts that you're buying in. Right. So many times we have buyers say, we don't care about the school district. We don't have kids. Resell value. <laughs> Resell value. <laughs> you're going to care then. Promise. Not only that, <laughs> at some point you might just inherit someone's kid unexpectedly. That's true. It can happen. You're getting our boys if something were to happen to us. Then you start school all over again, sister. Yeah, no. Back on no, wood. God, I mean, you know. No more. <laughs> no more. No more schooling for us. We just want to get them graduated <laughs> and then off to college. Do your thing. Whatever. Figure it out. You're an adult now. So, uh, again, coming back to the real estate aspect of this and just pulling this back together. One, we are back to school. Kids are going back to school. Yeah. Uh, parents are having the option to opt into virtual school or not. And um, protocols are changing just because of the fact that this medical situation does go up and down. And hey, the government would love to be able to be more proactive and do it quicker or faster or slower or give you more notice. But they're doing it with the information as quickly as it comes in. Right. I believe that because I like to believe that our government is for us, not against us. Um, And I believe, I believe our teachers are rock and rolling. The school districts and the staff members are doing their absolute best to protect our students and bring them back to school in a healthy manner. And I'm going to believe that. And I also believe that the parents should reserve the right, reserve the right to keep their children healthy. And I am going to say to the masks. (laughs) I don't like it. I'm 100% against it. Uh, And again, uh, I'm going to go back to your choice, your mask, right? Yeah. And someone else keeping them healthy and safe in the decisions that they make. School districts matter. School districts matter when you're buying and selling and living in a home. Even when you're renting, school districts matter. Yeah. That is all you have to think about when you're making that decision. This is our perspective of 
COVID, the Delta variant, and getting back to school and a few tips for you on as a new parent, my kids starting and entering school. What do I do? (laughs) Thanks again. I'm Lori Alvarez, and you've been listening to Real Estate with Soul, the podcast. You can follow me and check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and LoriAlvarez.net. And if you haven't clicked on that subscribe button, hit it now and let's boldly do life together.